Hello, 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 hello. It is Monday, March 21st, and you are watching Three Drink Minimum. I am one of your co-hosts, Chrissy Mayer, uh, and sitting across the room from me is the lovely and talented Chris Vaccarelli. Hello. Hello, Chris. How you doing? And we've got somebody very special uh, as our guest and co-host today from Conan. You've seen him on Comedy Central, Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Montreal, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, Access TV, and many, many other impressive credits. Put your hands together for Nick Vatterot. Hello, Nick. Hi. It's so good to be here. We're so happy to have you. Um, Nick and I re- rode the train up together, and I, to me, the show kind of starts like on the Metro North. <laughs> That's for sure. You know, I always feel like when I meet a guest in Grand Central Terminal, I always feel like I'm waiting for like a Tinder date or somebody. It's like I'll be by the clock <laughs> in the in the brown coat. I don't know, but um, no, I'm I'm so stoked, stoked and psyched uh, that that Nick is here because I've been a fan of your comedy for years and years and years. This is, uh, I've been uh, wanting to do this show ever since I was a little kid. <laughs> I, did I told my mom I wanted to be on it, and she said, what is it? I go on the internet, she said, what's that? And she said, like, I, I said, Zen Live TV. And she said, what are you talking about? You're two months old. How are you saying all these words? And Like, let me tell you, in 20 or true. so years, this will be a thing. I was already 25 when he was uh, four months old. No. You look great. You wear it well. <laughs> Yeah, I'm falling apart. You're falling apart? <laughs> I'm I'm 16 years old. <laughs> it was a really... I've lost my hair. I lost my hair when I came out. <laughs> it was a hard 16 years. It's been it's been rough. <laughs> um it was fun. It was a fun train ride and we like I don't know, I always feel like on the train ride up here like I am the I always feel like we're the weird ones. Like we look at all the like the Westchester people going back to their homes, to their like kids in their lives and they're like we're coming here to like do a show or like, yeah that's I, that's rather do that do you just feel like that yeah, you, you like, stick out the... i feel like i stick out yeah. everywhere i go i don't know you do i do uh i do do you i feel oh i always because i out. know that i'm different i know that like yeah. i'm not like going home to bake a chicken for anybody yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did the family thing the family thing doesn't work it's it doesn't gets work gets in the way it's overdone yeah gets so, in the way with life it's overrated this is a way of podcasts, for sure. Um, uh, but this is exciting. So this was like, we wanted to have Nick on a month ago in February. He posted something very controversial, but also extremely true about the UCB East. So the UCB Theater, uh, I don't know if some of you people know, maybe we don't know. Very famous um, improv theater started by what is called the UCB Four, or the founding four members of the UCB, which is Matt Besser, Ian Roberts, Matt Walsh, and Amy Poehler. And they started that, gosh, in the 90s in New York City. They had one theater, and then they had two theaters in New York, and now they have two theaters in L.A., two theaters in New York. They're a huge, like, company. They're, like, the major moneymaker, but they're also kind of like the feeder school, like, where... SNL will maybe pick their pipeline program. to SNL. Pipeline, that's the yeah, that's how they like to market themselves. Um, anyway, so Nick, just it was I guess like if you want to, I don't know if you want to like j- jump in, Nick, but you had been pissed off a couple of times, and then it was finally like this the the final straw. Well, you know, and this is also just you know, this is also I think stand up in general, you know, there's just sort of. Uh, Comics put up with so much stuff uh, because I feel like so many comics are just desperate for anything to happen, so they just put up with shit. And uh, I, you know, and I'm, <laughs> I think I've hit a breaking point in the past couple of years where I'm just like, oh, I don't need to to have every single comedy entity in the entire world, you know, uh, be best friends with them and 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 you know, let them push me around or speak to me in whatever way or do whatever things like you can you cannot work a comedy club in Peoria, Illinois because you know the guy was a huge douche to you and that's okay you don't right. need every single comedy connection I don't know if enough comics realize that I think comics should like understand their worth a bit more and uh, and, and not put up with shit and, I know uh, that for sure improvisers don't understand well are improvisers worth anything some are. They're in a tough spot. Yeah. Because you know, the problem is you can say, 
you know, I'm never going to fault a comedian for, you know, uh, taking a gig that underpays, you know, where they treat him like shit. Because there's, th- there's this argument against that, and that is, well, if... Because everyone wants to do, like, a stand-up union, which would be impossible to do. Yeah. But the stand-up union would at least, you know, you would keep you would keep these people from treating comedians like shit. But as long as there's always a desperate comedian to, that will go and take that gig, then unions won't do us any good because there's always another comedian that's not going to join the re- union that's going to go and take this gig. So I can't, But I'm never going to fault a comedian for doing that. But, like, in general, if, I think if we all just kind of were like, no, we're not going to fucking, you know, let you put us in a, you know, a sleeping bag in a, in a dumpster <laughs> to put us up. <laughs> so your main beef with the UCB East is that they charge for shows. They're a huge company. Uh, they have multiple theaters, but they do not pay any of their improvisers or stand-ups to perform. My, my main beef, my main beef is that they're assholes. <laughs> That's my main beef. Not all of them. There's people that work there. Uh, there are performers there. There's a lot of people there that are great people. I'm friends with a lot of people. Uh, there's some good happening from them. I have no issue with the UCB4 that started it. I don't right. even think they know what's happening. I think they're so detached from it all at this point. They don't realize that these people that work for them are being so shitty to these other performers. Right. But since they are being such assholes, and, and I'm not talking... I'm, I'm talking about like like mall cop shit. I'm talking about jerk cop pulls you over for no reason and is an asshole to you for 45 minutes, you know, up the street from your own house type of asshole shit. For example, like you're trying to tape your own set. Just trying to tape my own set. First time I ever went to stand stand up uh, UCB years ago, I asked them if I could put up my camera. They said yes. I asked the next time, they said yes. Four or five times, they're like, you don't have to ask. You just put it up. This is like five, six years ago. The other day, or, you know, when this, the thing that set this all off was, (laughs) the thing that set this off is actually does Dozens of things over the years, you know, and then the last two or three times something's happened. I've been like so pissed about it that I've wanted to like vent Write and something. rant. Yeah. And then I'm like, nah, it's not worth my time. It's not worth my time. And then this last time I get there, I'm setting up the camera. I'm in the back, I'm not bothering anybody. I don't have like a giant. I'm not. I'm not like you know, Tackleberry assembling like a giant rig of, you know, like, you know, tripods and scopes and anything. It's a little tiny, it's like a three inch tripod with a clamp you put on the back of a seat, tiny camera and That's all I'm yeah. doing. That's all I'm Was doing. Was it one of those wraparounds? It's like a little wraparound thing. A little thing. like yeah. the one that grabs yeah. whatever yeah. weird thing it's on. Yeah. I have that. They're I, fun. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the wraparound. They're I great. You like the wraparound, right? Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> I like a wraparound. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the least they could do is let you record your set. It's it. Yeah, you're not, you you're not going to pay me. You know, you're not going to pay me. You're not going to do all this stuff. At least, at the very least, let me go up and eat shit in front of a tape that I'm not. That I, that'll be unusable that I can't do Maybe anything you'll with. show it to like fucking grandkids or something or a festival. Maybe they, you know what? You know what? Too in a lot of these places, you know, they have the bands play. Yeah, and they get paid. And they're, oh, not, yeah. they're not famous or anything, but they get paid. Well, I guess the main oh. yeah, beef with the UCBs is they make... Nick broke down in his rant how much money the UCB company actually makes. Because each improv class is, what, four... Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, it's like $400. Yeah. They're sold out within seconds. They have they they can't they have to they have enough money to build four separate they're a chain. They're a, they're a chain at this point. Uh, and then, you know, and I understand you can't I don't know. So, you know, this guy was an asshole to me. It wasn't that he told me that he that I name? couldn't do it. I don't. I don't know. He had all he I know is he had a there. neck tattoo. That's oh. all I know. He had a neck That's tattoo. A good and then yeah. he, was he a Nazi? <laughs> and he what? Yeah, he kept he kept raising his hand up in the air and like I thought he was blessing me, but someone else it means says it means something else. And uh, and he goes uh, and I was just like, oh, I'm sorry, man. It's like I'm I'm actually the next comic. Because I understand him. First of all, I like that he came up and made sure I wasn't some random audience member right. taping people. Set. Gonna jerk off to yeah. this later. Oh, you know? that bald yeah. guy. Who that? Who <laughs> that balding little baby boy up there? I wanna ooh my splurge all over 16. his. Sixteen. Yeah, like, who is sixteen and getting older, man? Sixteen going on my nuts. That's what he is. And uh, you know, and I was like, no. But as soon as I'm, the, I tell him the next comic, you know, and I'm being nice. 
you know, and I'm about to go up. And he's like, no, he's like, no, you need to take it down right now. You need to come out and talk to me in the hallway. And this, like, it was just the You're attitude. You're about to go up next. About to go up next. And now he's like my gym teacher yelling at me because I forgot to bring gym shorts and, and berating me out in the hallway in front of the class and everything. Did, did and you have to go, go to detention? I did. I had to do 10 minutes. I had to think about what I did. I had to write it on a chalkboard all before my set, you know. I just, like, and I didn't even feel like doing stand-up after, like, he takes me out there and he was like, it's and he did the whole thing where he's like, no, what if I let you go up there and you put what if and I, after I tell an audience member that they can't put a tripod up, then how am I going to explain to them that why I was able to let you and not them? It's like, what do you mean? Because I'm a fucking performer and because this is the, my own shit. It's my yeah. own shit, and then the, and they'll understand. And also, who are these audience members setting up fucking tripods? Yeah. <laughs> that don't understand why performers can record and they can't. Like, fuck you. You're being an asshole. The whole thing is just being an asshole. This isn't about me being entitled that I should get to be able to walk wherever I want and tape wherever I want on other people's stages. No. I've always been very nice when I've gone there. I've asked permission in the past. They say you don't need to ask permission before. It used to be even sent me an apology email being like, you we're did. sorry this thing happened. Mm. It's not our policy that they, the comedians can't perform. So any of this like entitled, like fucking people over there are like, oh, this comedian's just entitled that I'm complaining about this. It's like, no, it's it's about him being an asshole to me. That's what it is. You've been doing this for years. Like you've been both an improviser and a stand-up. Yeah, I'm with the improvisers. Yeah. I'm on their site. So so what this is, and this is the bigger problem. It's like, if this was an isolated incident, that'd be fine. But it's like, they're assholes like me, like that to me, like uh, on so many, okay, there was one time it was raining, and they, they go, you can't go in the back, you gotta go in the front to perform. Oh. I was like, so, but it's raining, so you need to go in the front. I've heard I other go in the people front. have trouble getting in Just the back. getting in to yeah. the fucking place. Jared Freed goes, hilarious comment he goes he goes every time i go there it's i'm just trying to minimize the amount of flack he's like i still don't know what door i'm supposed to go into because i get yelled at every time i go there like i'm just gonna go to two booths yeah <laughs> i just eat some pizza it's been less asshole you know and uh and so <laughs> yeah oh and that time they made me walk in the front in the rain then they go no you need to go in the back i go they told me you need to go in the front you, you need to go in the back and then i go in the back and still then they're raining. like it's still raining and she made me go in the front again somebody thank god somebody came out of the actual show oh, door and god. said he's on the show but it's like that type of shit all the time. They're just being jerks. So too many people thinking, maybe too many people managing or too many people thinking they're in charge. Or, Everybody, yeah. if you're in charge of a door, that's like some sense of power that you mm -hmm. have. You you now are the gatekeeper to that door. And and, and, and there's... So now we have the, the the economics of it of why it's like if you're gonna be dickheads, I understand. I've worked at so many comedy clubs that they've been dickheads, but at least they're paying me. You know, they're not paying you. They're charging for admission. They're charging for you know all these people to come in, sold out shows, paying five, ten bucks a head. They're making hundreds of dollars on, and the, and the comedians don't get any of that money. And their argument against that is because they say, well, if we pay the stand-ups, then we have to pay the improvisers. Mm. And then we're like, then pay the fucking improvisers. And they're like, oh, it's too many to do. So. That's why there's they they won't pay they won't pay standups because they say they, they, they won't pay they, because they won't pay the improvisers and the improvisers and a lot of improvisers suck. <laughs> Let's be honest. But, but a lot of them are great too. Yeah, a lot of yeah. them are awesome and they're hilarious and they and not only are do they do they not get paid they have to pay they have to pay a coach. so much money. They have to pay a director. They have to pay uh, they have to, to rent, rent a room. room. They have to if you're on a sketch a house sketch team you got to buy your own props. I've talked yeah. to people over Sometimes there. Sometimes buy your own sneakers. You know like everyone's wearing a different color. Like I that's one of the reasons I transitioned to stand up. I'm like number one it's more autonomous but you don't have to have, like shell out so much money every time you want to get up. Yeah. It's so it's so stupid. I mean, when you first started doing stand up and you went and you went to like Broadway open mic and you had to do the two drink minimum. Yeah. Did that drive you fucking crazy? I was like, oh. well, at this point, like I went to try and do the duplex mic, which is normally a really fun mic that feels like a show, and they right. out of nowhere started charging us two drinks, and I was like, mm. but sucks. we're bringing like we're like a this is like a show, like right. we attract people, like we're bringing a lot of value to you. And what they did is like they're kind of like turning off a lot of the really good stand ups. Like it's like I'm not gonna go and pay ten dollars to like. Do do a, like an open mic, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like, like I understand paying your dues. I get that. I pay your dues. When I kind of when I got to New York, I'd already been doing stand up in you know, New York or You're from Chicago, Chicago, right? Chicago eight yeah. years. I'd already been you know headlining the club there. Then to come here and have to go from headlining to paying to do an open mic, that's fine. I'll 
pay my dues all over again. That's you would fine. headline as an improviser in Chicago. Is I mean, I was doing headlining shows, stand-up shows. You know, we're, uh, touring with Second City, uh, working, doing feature work at Zanies. You know. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, but 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. So it's a little bit of like you know, it's hum uh, humble pie. You know, having to do all that, Eating move to a new pie. city, and then just kind of like start over again, paying to do. Improv, painted. That's fine. I get that. Yeah. But let's talk about like, these these teams, these house teams. They've paid their dues. They've gone through the classes. For they've years. gotten to the house team. Mm -hmm. And then they say, well, we can't, we financially can't afford. You have uh, this school that is making millions, millions of dollars every year. Millions. Of, they, they, they can't build theaters fast enough to house all of the, you know, uh, in, in the class. The, the classes, they sell out in seconds. So you have millions of dollars. And so you have all these millions of dollars that you're pulling in from the school and and you're still making the performers shell out four hundred dollars you know a, a month for the to, to pay to perform paying two performers where i get mad it's the it's like the promise of every kid who signs up for that class or like adult obviously because you're like i might get on snl yep. it's like it's the promise of like being plucked out you know that gets people that's why they sell out so quick and that's why like i don't know i was all about that scene for years and then i've I did like kind of a house team at UCB and then I realized like I don't really fit in like with what is the type here. Like I'm seeing the type that goes through and like has success and I don't really feel like that's me and that's when I switched to the magnet, did another house team, then I did a one woman show and then I was like, oh, I could I could do stand up. Right. Like, one I, person you know, shows, that's the gateway from sketch to Yeah, it's <laughs> scary. And that was like kinda... the, the most work I'd ever done before, like rehearsing all the time and it's scary, and you like actually like think of yourself like an actor, which is also scary. You don't have to get nine other people to no. coordinate what day to meet up, and that's the beauty of like stand up is that you can just be like, I got a bit today, I'm gonna run it tonight. Tomorrow I'll know if it's good or not. There's always like Nick, didn't you find on your team like there's always like one or two people that you thought like sucked or like just. Classes were the most. I think classes were the funniest because you'd be in the. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's always that one guy that you're just like, did you get this as a birthday gift? <laughs> Did you get this as a prank? Did yeah. somebody at the office prank you or prank us? Yeah. <laughs> by like, sending I need to you. work on my public speaking. I just need to loosen up. My wife is telling me I have to loosen up a little. So. Well, you get you get that as stand-ups too. I mean, there's some stand-ups sure. that you like sit down. There's <laughs> like a, the open a, mic, the the yeah. weird guy at the open mic. There's such a difference between the weird improviser and the weird stand-up. Like the weird stand-up person is almost like using it as therapy, whereas like the weird improv person is like I think using it like they're trying out being funny and they're like maybe trying to make friends more and like be part of a group. Whereas stand-ups are not like really they're not going to be part of a group, you know? It's like it's kind of like every man for themselves. You make friends along the way, but sure. like there's less I guess like improv is innately, you know, group Oriented. There's a scene, but yeah, like, there's definitely a scene that you're in. Your, there's a community in stand-ups, yeah. but uh, I think, like, yeah, when you're on a team, there's you definitely feel the need to be friends with the people right. on your team. Because you're like, we are a unit. Like, we are Cobra Balls, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I always sounded dumb. Like, what were the names of your, the house teams you were on? Oh, yeah, the team names are so stupid, man. They're, like, the dumbest. Face Punch was my first team I Face was ever Face Punch, on. like Fruit Punch. Mine, I was on like one called Harlequin at the Magnet and then Haberdasher at the oh, UCB. I like that. Yeah, with Aaron Glazer. He was on, he just stand oh, right up. On. He was on my improv team at the time. But you, you never did improv? No. Did you ever think about it? I did it for 17 years when I was married. <laughs> <laughs> How would you improvise? Can I get a suggestion? Uh, sure. I don't know. Being I, happy. I, I, you know, I used to write scripts and stuff, so I, I think. Oh that, right, I remember know, when uh, yeah. when um, Jeffrey Gurney yeah. was on. You're talking about that. I could probably adapt to it if I tried, but. Yeah. I'm too old for this shit now. I'm, you're never too old for improv. Improvs. I mean, like <clears throat> people are good at improv. Improvising is just talking really yeah you know you have to be in the moment you have to try and like the really not to be funny you have to just be like truthful to the scene or whatever yeah, that's where it gets murky <laughs> that's where like you go to a, that's yeah. why so much improv sucks because yeah. like these guys are more trying into the funny. theater of it or like they, they they're either trying to be funny or trying not to be funny or they're like can't they, it's all they can do to like just they they're all they're gonna do is their Chris Rock impression because they know that that's their <laughs> thing and they're just like how can I jam this into this scene 
Well, that's always the worst when you like, because I would coach improv, you know, and then oh, you'd be you like, oh yeah, it was great. You get you get some independent group. It's like mm-hmm. you come in. Hey, our, our regular coach can't make talk it. Punch. Can you get, can you fix, <laughs> talk punch? Can you come in and coach talk punch? <laughs> sketch up and sketch up and mustard. You know, something, <laughs> something stupid like that. Dog pills and then. <laughs> dog <laughs> pills. <laughs> They're like, let's go, let's run with it. But we would get there and like. Uh, I will say that I was in a sketch group that we would argue. We were arguing over our group name. Our group name was Persimony Whispers, and we <laughs> you have to whisper as part of that. It. Was the argument that <laughs> that I me, half the group was like, "Well, you have to say the whisper," and the other group's like, "Well, I no one's going to say the whisper." And I was like, well, "That we argued about that. Like, will you put whisper in parentheses and like whisper right here when pronouncing That's this?" So- Stupid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we spent we spent like an entire rehearsal. We almost broke up over it. Yeah, that's like every group has a fight about what to name themselves. But the, the funny so the, the funniest part about the argument is because people be like, guys, we're persimony whispers. Like we're not persimony whispers. Well, you know what Dan said. We persimony and everyone was saying the whistle while yeah. they were doing it. That was pretty hilarious. What if, what if you couldn't How long whistle? Is the whistle for? Yeah, yeah. Another argument. Well, then you don't go to the show. Persimony. <laughs> Whispers. Yeah. Can we just be whispers? Whis- whispers. That's fine. But the, yeah, I just like a whistle in there. There's not enough words with whistles in there. It's we got 26 letters and we have a whistle we're never using. That's a sound you can make with the mouth. You can make more words. There's a la- there's a click language too. That, like is part of it. You know, yeah. like, that's a that's a word. There's not enough click improv groups. <laughs> not enough Aborigine uh, <laughs> Herald teams. Um. So Nick, you are dating another stand-up comic. You're dating Amber Nelson. I am. You can throw up a picture. Yeah, I throw love up, Amber. Throw up a picture. Amber Vomit is up a picture. Actually, like one of my favorite favorite stand-up comics. Like. Period. Like I've always, I've always loved both of you. Did you guys meet through improv? I actually saw her do an improv show at the Creek and Cave. And you fell in love. I was like, "Who's that hot funny girl?" Mm -hmm. And then, uh, then we run a show together. I think I started open mic after that. Then we did like the third time. I think I saw her. We're actually on a show together. And uh, is that what she looks like in the morning? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I just got I, the I can, funniest picture I can find of her. It's a pretty great picture. She, uh, <laughs> speaking of, you see what, what she looks like in the morning. She, uh, 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 she talks in her sleep sometimes. Oh, and, that's so uh, cute. Well, uh, this is what really. she said. This, I swear to you, and I've, I've told her this, and I told her I'm, I, I go. I hope I can tell. I'm going to talk to people about some of the stuff that you said. But one time, one time she woke. I swear to you, she woke up. She sat up. And all she all she said was murder, Whoa. and then she went back to sleep. Is and it, then I and that's that's it. Is it because she's on Murder Fist, like the sketch group? She watches a lot of real dark, gory, you <laughs> dark like dark web shit. Like wow. I was, I went to I went to look up something on her computer. This this is like this week, and, and one of her tabs open was top ten worst ways people have killed themselves. Wow! I was like, what are you, this is why you wake up and say murder in the middle of the night. You're looking at the stuff. That's so dark. Stuff. I had no idea she was so dark. It's good he's getting this out in case something happens to him. Oh yeah, God. I know. I'm yeah. like, you are going to murder me in my sleep at some point. I just, I know it. I just know <laughs> it. If she gets so up and saying. says red rum, you better <laughs> run. Matt, you guys, because um, I dated a, a stand-up comic. I used to date Pat Dixon, and, and I wonder, and I observe other comedy couples. Like, now I'm dating... Frank, who's a who's comedy adjacent, he books. But like, do you ever feel like you guys like will hear each, each things or jokes in each other's sets when you go, I know that's about me and that bothers me. Like, does that ever happen? Hmm. <laughs> I can't really plead the fifth. Yeah, I mean, we don't do a lot of relationship material, I guess. Yeah, I've noticed uh, that you guys are like uh, not super talking about that all the time. Yeah, I mean, like she's done like her. Yeah, she's. I'm trying to think of any, you know, she she bitches about like Marilyn Monroe being this icon <laughs> and like and, and Stephen Hawking cheating on his, you know, his ner- wife, his and wife and shit, you yeah. know, like and she and she's got a very like dark, twisted, hilarious sense of a lot of stuff. It's not really a lot of relationship stuff, and I don't really do relationship shit either. Uh, I we did have a conversation one time where she was like, "How come you don't talk about me in your mm-hmm. act more?" And I was like, "Cause I want to date you. Uh, I don't <laughs> see that going well." Do you feel like if you talk about her, what she'll hear something she doesn't like? Well, or? no one, no one who ever talks about their wife is about how much they love their wife or all the great. No, it's hard to just in general. It's not funny, to, right? Yeah, it's not funny. When I when I got divorced, I did all. 
divorced. Yeah, them. that yeah, that was your peak. Like that's when you really came into your own. Oh yeah. Did you ever have any joke, or could you imagine constructing a joke that was complimentary of? No. Of, yeah. Not exactly. At all. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not at all. You have nothing no, good was, to say about her. It was brutal. No, I mean, she was. How therapeutic was that, though, to do stand-up? It was nice. That? It was good. It yeah. is kind of yeah. therapeutic. Yeah. Like, I kind of, like, right now, currently, it's one of my favorite jokes, and it's a, it's about a guy who doesn't go down on you enough. <laughs> and, like, I, I don't know. I didn't really like, talk about it with Frank, but, like, he started going down on me more after I started talking about this. started telling this joke, and, like, we never had the conversation, but he knows it's a new joke. Like, you don't need he's been watching my stuff. That's real know. funny. But I also started getting regular Brazilians, so, you know what? Maybe it's on me now. Maybe I <laughs> To get my shit together. It just, can be clean. Just make sure you don't do any jokes about anal. Um, no, we've never even done that. Do you and Amber do anal? No, she made it very clear early on. She said a couple things early on of like, she kind of just dropped hints of things that would never happen. And she was like, number one, <laughs> anal. <laughs> number one, anal. Number two, us and Barbara Bush. And a threesome. And a three hot Busham. Yeah, threesome. I like, I, I've done threesomes in like a past relationship and then when I was like single but like I had a, it's so different it's like every relationship is so different like you think I just don't I don't know and I kind of like I had the talk with Frank like oh would we ever like we had some fun with a stripper once in Utica but that only cost us $40 <laughs> you know we never saw her again and um so $40 huh? but like it's he's but I it's kind of Utica. actually very comforting to me like Frank is like ah he's like really picky about it whereas like my last boyfriend we won't mention any names, was like dying to have a threesome. And then like now looking back, I'm like, oh, that, that made me feel shitty at the time because it's like we yeah. were barely together. And he was like, let's have a threesome. And then so I was like, huh, well, I guess you've done all you can do with me, you know, but uh, I don't know. So anyway, it's like it's a tricky thing. The first time I had, uh, not had, but performed anal. <laughs> performed? Yeah. <laughs> I was I was with this girl. Who Giver I, of the anal. Yeah, I was I was with this girl that I had done you know many many times, did everything, and uh, you know we're fucking around, and she's like, "What do you want to do to me?" And I'm like, I'm, I'm running through my head like, "What the fuck didn't I do to you?" And I'm like, "That's yeah." I said, "Fuck you in the ass." She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Ah, I don't like it." No. Nah, I don't know. I um it's an I, asshole. I, mean, uh, I hit anal once yeah. with a an ex boyfriend many many years ago with kind of a small penis and I don't think he's watching right now because he works in DC but um <laughs> he works in wind energy. I better stop giving away clues. Um, his does address. He use, does he use his penis <laughs> as a little window? Well, he, it was, like whatever. I am like so, so not like a size queen that I couldn't right, give a fuck about. He just was a, he just was like we right. were the same height. It's like that's bound to anyway. Um. But he would like always try to sneak it in in the morning, and I'd be like, "What is that? Really? This is my alarm clock?" Fuck. <laughs> and like we did it a little bit, but then I was like, I couldn't. I just didn't want to do it again. You gotta fuck with guys like that. You gotta say, "All right, now take out your finger and put it in your cock." And he's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> you, if you like my, because nobody, no lady wants their butthole to be nah. the better hole. No. You know. No. It's like, why am I over here doing kegels? You know, trying to pick shit up with it, just trying to keep it on fleek. I'm doing Kegels right now. No, I'm not. I'm afraid of bulking. What up. are Kegels? I know what they are, but what are they? they you clench, <laughs> like you clench your like that? vagina muscles, yeah. like you're yeah. gonna stop peeing, like you just like. Oh, I love that when girls do that. They make it tight. I'm trying to get good at it. I'm trying to like grab a whole penis with it. <laughs> can guys? Do, I hear guys can do that too. Yeah, you can practice by putting a towel on it and seeing if you can lift it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I thought I'm up to from. five towels. Maybe sex Soaking city. wet. Um, but it's cool. I like that. I like that you aren't having anal sex with Amber. She's a <laughs> sweetheart. I think she's too good for that. She's having it with me, though. <laughs> I, I do think she does want to fuck me in the ass. I can I see her being a top. I like, kind of think she does. I could see her being a... Or a power bottom. You know, she's so. joked about it a couple too many times for me to not think it's on her Ooh. mind in some that's way. That's true. That's like, do you do it? I mean, what would no. it like to be no. like as a woman? You're like, what is it like to be the person fucking somebody? Yeah, like, I think that's what she wants to thing. know. Yeah, I just have no like. interest in it. Yeah, because there's things I'm never gonna know. That's gonna be one of the ones she at least. 
<laughs> like as a woman, you hear all the time, like, oh, the prostate. It's like a magical place where they're going to come instantly. That's not know? a real thing. I'll shit on somebody if they play with my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Figuratively and literally. Yeah, I will no, shit I on both of them. Yeah, no. um, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about Nick's recent feelings to maybe move to L.A., maybe not. Oh, maybe sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk it out. Fuck L.A. Uh, when we come back. Bulletproof has always been about identifying and taking advantage of every single thing that makes people perform better. When you drink it, you just don't care about food. No cravings, no hunger for four to six hours, and you feel a kind of mental clarity that you probably haven't felt in years. Have you heard of uh, Bulletproof coffee? I tried it today, I feel pretty good. and choose from a wide selection of exotic flavors. sponsor of the Zaraza Entertainment Network is Westchester's premier tattoo, piercing, and apparel destination, offering only the finest tattoo and piercing services as well as the best atmosphere you will find. Addicted to Ink is located conveniently at 38 Westchester Avenue in White Plains, New York, right across the street from the Westchester Mall. If you got the itch for more ink, like the Zaraza boys do, get your work done right. Visit www.addictedtoinktattoos.com for more information. Entertainment Network on ZenLive.tv. Welcome back to Three Drink Minimum. Uh, it's me, it's Chrissy Mayer. We're here with Nick Vatterot, the hilarious comedian, and also Chris Vaccarelli, the hilarious. And I just, I just got a Brazilian over the break. <laughs> oh man! Butthole Brazilian. What are those called? Oh. The butthole actually is is the part that hurts the least to get waxed. Like when when the lady gets to the butthole, it's a kind of a relief because you're like, ah, the worst part is over, you know. And meanwhile, with sex, it's the other way around. It's the other way around. The butthole is always the worst. God, I've been watching, you know, because like on Twitter, these webcam porny girls have been following me more, and so I'm watching these little like gifs and things, and I. I see like these large items going into women's buttholes and I'm like, you have to work up to that because oh. like, I'm not even okay with like, like this is, we're talking like pint glasses yeah. and like huge things and then they take it out and you're like, the butthole doesn't immediately bounce back. It's still no, like, yeah. it's still like open like a submarine window for a while and then it's just like, I'm and a, I'm like, man. what are these women doing to their bodies? I'm a porn connoisseur. You know, when I was young, we used to National Geographic you know, now yeah. forget about it. I'm you pulling out my knee cartilage. Just about <laughs> yeah. know, the fucking like, phone is the greatest invention ever. Jerk off to the East Island statues. Oh my God. Yeah, they pull that shit out of the asshole. It's like, you yeah. see a light. And I'm like, like peering in. I'm like, does she need a colonic? How's her digestion? Oh What's God. happening? Like, it's clearly not for me. No. You're st- are you still, do you ever get bored of porn? I feel like I've hit a wall. Yeah? What kind of porn do you watch? Uh, I like, uh, squirrel on squirrel. <laughs> squirrel on squirrel? Just two rogue squirrels. I, ex- I like girl on girl stuff. That's the stuff I like. My first really? See, ever. I don't, I, don't, I don't dig girl on girl stuff. I like stuff. a girl really? fucking another girl. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. There's always, like... like I, want, I want to, like, put myself in it. I don't yeah. like, but oh, I don't so you like, like the point guy. of view stuff? Like, oh, I love... I think yeah. that's the greatest that's invention likes. ever. Why don't you pretend you're the girl fucking the other girl? Because you don't want to be a girl, right? <laughs> I don't know. You're like, I don't want to be a girl. But I love it. Some of these web, they have all the all the topics. They're like, 
cream pies. Have you, have you guys seen the virtual reality? Nice stand by Gypsy. Yes. Hello. He's piping in. Yes. One of our broadcasters on Tuesday night, uh, he brought in one of the VR machines, and it is the most ridiculous, surrealistic uh, experience ever. Especially because the guy was like a POV, and it was like the guy was like kind of squatting there. Prisoner of war? That's POW. Uh, that's POW, not POV. <laughs> Prisoner of vagina. They do have Prisoner of vagina. Parties. He was, but the, the worst part was like the girl was like kind of like Another reverse, reverse fetish. cow, cow girling him. Yeah. And you would look down and you'd like you'd see his cock and it was kind of weird. But and you're like, that's not my cock. Definitely wasn't right? mine. It was a white cock. Yeah, I don't, don't want to. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to do that. So you can look anywhere and, and it, you look where they're looking in the thing. Correct. It's 360, so you could damn near look Jesus behind you. Jesus Christ. Be like, I gotta do the dishes. Well, back to fucking. You know. Yeah. You realize people aren't gonna go anywhere very soon. Wow. Like it's, it's bad. It's bad. And it came free with the new uh, Samsung phone for a little bit. Oh, shit. I, yeah. I, it's I, that good. Because that's that how phone. bad they need mm. people to switch off from an iPhone. They're like, we're going to give you some free porn. prisoner of yeah. war porn. I'm still jerking off to my flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> my There's going to be those people out there. Phone. Uh. But they have all these weird, you know, bukkakis and stuff. I, I can't stand it. I've seen I thought, a couple. When I, I first heard bukkaki, I, I thought it had something to do with shit watching girls get cum on their face. And I'm like, don't you have any self-respect? I'm like, don't you wish you'd stayed in high school? Like, I just try, I think really too much about no, it. No, fir- the, the first, when this first started was with, with emails, with little videos and emails. And this sick, sick motherfucker I knew used to send me the Asian shit where they throw up on each other. I almost Oh, I haven't seen that. Into- I still oh. haven't seen Two Girls, One Cup yet. I'm saving that. I oh, it's good. Ew. It is good. It's good? No. It's not, uh, good. not good. No, that was. Oh, they so were Nick, like, you like girl on girl stuff? That's fun. I like girl on girl stuff. I uh, I the I think what's hilarious. I you know there's 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 like a part in porn now. I'm in a <laughs> I'm in a place in porn where like if the girl is like obnoxious, like if it's a girl that I could never see myself talking to, I can't that deal with it. That makes so much sense. You're like God. <laughs> like she looks annoying. Voice. She looks like she'd be annoying to talk to. Yeah. It takes me out of it. That's where I'm at. Maybe, with porn maybe we right should now. make some snuff porn. That makes sense. No, you come to a point where, where you're you, like, you can make him shut up. Yeah, you make him shut up, you fucking kill him. <laughs> Nick's like, I need my porn with a good personality. Like, she needs to not sound like she's from Long Island. I, I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking? There's some girl like they're attractive, but then it's something like, oh, you just look like the most annoying human being. She's like, ah, you're person. late. You're supposed to fix my sink. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hear you, Nick. I don't like when they're like too porny. Like when yeah. the sentence is way too oh, fake. God. Yeah, it's just I, overacting kills. Did it. you know I wrote porn? What? Oh yeah. yeah. Ew. Yeah, I did. What was one of your porn? It scripts? was the best of comes. It was like. <laughs> it was like gang. It was like gangster comes. porn. <laughs> gang, like a gang bang. No, like gangster porn. Like everyone had a gun. Everyone was. Yeah, gang. It was like, like mob style. Everyone's yeah, a rapper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interior. Man walks in. They fuck. Interior the butthole. <laughs> Interior butthole. I had them reciting like Shakespeare before. You know what I love? You know what it kills me about uh, porn is that they have the YouTube vi- they have the they have the same model as YouTube videos. You know, so they'll have like a, um like they have, you can like it. You can post it to your Facebook or your Twitter if you're a real oh, monster. Oh, yeah. Why would, does anyone do that? Like, here, I was thinking Nobody. of you, Joe. Nobody. Like, check this out, You know buddy. what's the sickest fucking thing with porn nowadays? You ever see people watching it in the car? No. Guy just died recently because he was... He uh, should die. He did, yeah. <laughs> what? He said he, was, yeah. he said he was jerking off to porn on his phone and he hit a, he got an accident. While he was driving. No, Don't I, jerk and no, drive. No, you know like jerk the trucks? Drive. You know the trucks with the, with the TV in it? I'm driving and I'm like... There's trucks with TVs in them? Like yeah. My dad was a Teamster. He never drove a truck. No, no, not a truck it. like that. Like so a, nowadays. Like a oh, SUV. Like a, okay. Oh, yeah. I see. Like I'm driving like normal. Yeah, yeah, I was in White Plains. I'm driving normal. And I, look, I was like, holy shit, is that... You know, and you see... Wow. I'm like, That's weird. You watched some guy beat it in his car while he was driving? No, he wasn't beating it. It was like the porn. You, you see saw the, the, the porn. guy banging the girl. And I'm like, what? Were the kids in the back beating it? Was I don't, I don't know. It? I didn't see if there was kids in the Kids, if you don't shut up, I'll turn this porn off. I think it's uh, the idea of watching porn and not jerking off is so weird to me. You know, yeah, like just that's even creepier to me. I, if I were to see someone like in a public place looking at porn, like in a Starbucks on the laptop, it. I'd rather them be jerking off than just looking at it. Yeah, that's like, more this weird. This is my out. senior thesis. I'm a uh, women's <laughs> studies major. Yeah, I can't, I'm I can't breaking watch, this down. I can't down. watch porn like recreationally. It's I so. Just, like, in, in Chicago, I never had I never had Wi-Fi at my apartment the whole time. I I have to go to like. Uh, 
like a European a style, like oh. like a Starbucks, or they had it actually. I think they did an Aubon <laughs> pen. Yeah, they had <laughs> extra cream Panera. Uh, Panera. <laughs> this, this cream, why did they throw it in my face? Oh, uh, it's but warm. they 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 would have like these little like computer places that you used to pay three dollars for an hour to use your computers. And um, oh yeah, like the library or Kinkos. Yeah, it's like a little. I've seen they were there. They were around for a little bit. They've kind of gone already. Oh, if I'm like, paying money, I'm jerking off. I'm it's like <laughs> well, that was. Weird. You'd go in, and everybody's in an open area, and there is... I remember one time I walk in, and there's a guy. It was 11 a.m. 11 a.m. And this guy, this guy, he was looking at at dicks, all right? So this dude had, like, this window open, and there was just... It looked like uh, JPEGs of just... It was, and he was scrolling. Wow. He was scrolling down, and it was hundreds and hundreds of dicks, and he was just kind of like checking One them of all these, out, like, looking multiple, them at. Like just like all the dicks. All the dicks you could ever like seeing what's new in dicks, the latest wow. in dicks, any new dicks out there. He's a numbers guy. Yeah. And I, uh, I was like, what a weirdo. I, I love that this guy's like, well, I gotta get up. I, I like to, I had to drag myself out of bed to do, go do this work. And he's like, well, I gotta, I, I gotta get up. I gotta be looking at dicks by eleven. I gotta be, <laughs> I gotta be, <laughs> oh, I gotta have all. And so, but then it was funny. I, I sit down. And I, uh, I had to upload, uh, I think I, I was like uploading like a resume. Oh, yeah. And I uploaded it, and then I had to go find where I uploaded it. <laughs> and there was oh, all these dicks dick. on the computer, and I had to scroll through all the dicks to find the <laughs> resume. You yeah. You're like, I sent a picture of a dick to my headhunter. <laughs> so now I'm the guy, then it's like some woman walks by and sees me, and now I'm the guy looking at all the dicks. And I'm like, no, I'm trying to find my resume. And that's how the cycle. Here. That's what how it all is? happens with one. But dicks are like, I don't know, they're all the same, though. No? I don't I mean, get you know, Yeah. You're either circumcised or not. Oh, uncircumcised are the worst. Yeah, it's like a yeah. turtle. It's like a whole thing to deal with. You're like, I have to find where this thing starts. And you're thinking about what's under here. Like, when was the last time this was cleaned? It's like. Yeah. And then it's usually attached to somebody European who's, like, not really that good in bed anyway. Yeah. I like I like blowjobs. So, you know, like, porn with blowjobs. When they're blowing an earth uncircumcised, oh. I'm like, I, I, I find yeah, it. It takes like, you out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like a penis to go. It's like a to-go bag. You're like, why do I... It's like that push pop when you were a kid. Yeah, I like the push pops. <laughs> yeah, it is like a push pop. Yeah, yeah. Do you, this is really weird, because uh, this is what I always picture. Do you remember this toy that you could like squeeze? Oh, and water weenie! If it would come out, and then oh. you would just do it over and over. Maybe it was water weenie. Do you remember the water weenie, and you had to play? Like playing it was jerking it off. It was like a squishy, like oh my god, you can put your finger in it, but also slosh it around. Does it? What? This was like. The, That's how she got into the reach around. These are so common. How do you guys up, not know? Look up water They're called weenie. water weenies. Ah, my computer crashed. Get Frank on. Get Frank weenies. on the phone. See if you uh, do the reach around. I can't believe you don't know what water weenie is. It might be what I'm trying to explain. Yeah, that's basically water weenies yeah. when I take a bath. Um, Nick, if you and Amber ever want to do a three-way, you should go on Thrinder. Thrinder. It's a it's a app much like Tinder where you can find women or couples that want to do three ways. I feel like if you're a uh, like anybody worth having a threesome with is not having a hard time finding people to have a threesome with. You know, I feel like Thrinder oh. is probably like the 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 people are like I can't get anybody to I found me. I had a couple with like two married couples I found on there and they were the nicest people I'd ever met. Like I still kind of keep in touch with them every on now and Thrinder? again. On Yeah, and they came to comedy shows for a while like before I started dating Frank. They were like nicest people. One really? of them gave me a Christmas gift. I was like really? I maybe know. I could find a new following. They were like very like nice like everyone was like clean and well kept and like no degenerates you know it's like they're just no no degenerate they just want a threesome (laughs) i'm the degenerate we're not monsters (laughs) but it's tricky because it's like it's got to be with somebody you maybe won't see again like not anybody that you're like bumping to thrinder Um, thrinder would frank would frank be into that a little threesome i've brought it up with him but he's like he's just really like picky I don't know. I, yeah. I don't think he wants like me to like log us on there as a couple because I think he doesn't want like people to see. But you can do no, a function yeah. where you can like right. it blocks out all your Facebook friends. Right. Has has a threesome in a with someone in a relationship ever backfired? Yes, because my last like so when I was dating Pat, he wanted to have a three way three months in, so we did it, and he did it with somebody of his choosing, and I was like a stupid twenty seven year old, and I was like, sure, I'll do a, it. A, a man. Uh, it was a woman. Oh. With my boyfriend, like, it was and, Pat and, at and the a time. woman. We were only together for three months. It was, like, way too soon. And another girl. And a woman. She's oh, also a stand up comic. Like, not, oh, like, good. all that good, but I'd, I saw her around she a bunch. She was good enough after. for a threesome. She gets my vote. Well, she was married, and, like, so that wasn't really, okay. like, 
okay. like popping her cork. So I guess, I don't know, this worked out. But I brought condoms because I was like, well, if he does have sex with her, I want it to be safe. I was kind of like the mom, like, well, here's orange slices. Like, I, just, I didn't want it to happen, but I was like, if it does, I definitely want condoms. to be. But he took that as like, oh, that's the go-ahead to go fuck this girl. So I like, we were all like, whatever, things were happening. And then he just starts like fucking her from behind. I'm like looking at him and I'm like, I think I was like traumatized and it like fucked me up for a while, but I was like, oh, I just didn't, like you don't, you can't plan yourself for seeing it until you see it. And I didn't realize yeah. like that was a boundary I should have set. And so like, yeah. Has it ever gone well yeah. in, a, in a relationship? Uh, not, not like someone you're casually dating, like someone you're in a relationship with threesome and it went well. We're like, oh, I'm glad that did, that went well. I, I, I like watching you fuck that person. I haven't had that. Um, because you can have them where you don't necessarily, nobody has to fuck anybody. You just do other stuff. Sure. It just depends like what you're comfortable Explain, with. Explain, please. Well, <laughs> one of the married couples that I, um, met, they, sh the girl had the boundary of like, you can't fuck him. And I was like, great. Not really that into him anyway. I'm like kind of more here for you because she was like cuter. And so, but I would like, why well, watch them do stuff? I was kind of like in the middle of like a sandwich situation, but like I never had like any like penetration. We both blew them. This is so dirty. I wasn't planning on talking about this. <laughs> it was fun. And then I got back on the path train, went home. Like they made me breakfast the next day. They had the sweetest oh, dog. Good. They had the most perfect dog. You should um, have had a foursome with the dog. Yeah. No. Ugh. But the dog would have. It was like very friendly and like. At least, you know, but, at least the dog will lick it. But ass, so. it's very <laughs> tricky because like there was a moment where she was like, she thought that he was like more into me than he should have been and it really wasn't it was a normal ass yeah. eye contact moment but like when you're the girl in the relationship you're kind of the linchpin of the threesome so it's like you're like the one that can make or break it because it's like the unicorn girl is like who no one can right it's like you're not it's not really your place it's not your like home team thing right, right. and you, you're gonna go after this and the guy is gonna be kind of Probably down with whatever. You He's, should blog about it. You should write a... a really? Art. Yeah. I, I feel like really, I haven't had enough to blog about it. I would say even a book, but... Uh, a book? Yeah. Eh. I just... You have to be really upfront about your boundaries. Yeah. I uh, turned down the threesome once. There was two girls. One one was good looking. <laughs> and one was good to be and fucking And fucking one dick. looked like she got fucking hit by a truck. So I was Aww. like... Oh, yeah. Probably a truck of a guy jerking off to porn. It's possible. I was uh, the fourth wheel... Of a foursome. So there was two guys, two girls? Two guys, two girls. And I just, I felt How like... How are you the fourth wheel? I felt like I kept getting pushed to the... Uh... <laughs> it's definitely, I know the feeling where you're like, you're I like don't when know the dog where tries to jump to get in. It. Yeah. It's, like, it's like double dutch and you're like, I have, I don't even know where to... Yeah, I, I felt that way. I was trying to get in there and then then, then, then they, they, it just kind of turned out that I was always a wing person off the side. I was a assist I was the John Stockton of a lot of coming <laughs> did you feel you know <laughs> did you think so was the girl that you came there with was she like your girl were you all like the same like level to each other we were all the level it was a, it was a good friend of mine uh, and we we kept our distance we didn't even touch <laughs> we didn't even touch elbows the whole time right that's how uh -huh. you didn't Eiffel Tower you didn't yeah like we didn't five. yeah nothing like we didn't try to make the letter A by, with our peepees uh <laughs> But, you know, and then, you know, and then I remember, like, I, I was just like, what? You know, like, I, okay, I guess I'll... Uh, was it like, it must have been, like, a moment where you're like, this is my friend, and I'm seeing him naked, and, like, I can see his penis. Like, yeah, but that's fine. I was like, as long as our penises don't touch, I'm fine. <laughs> right, everything and else can touch. Yeah, like, some, like, you ever see that porno where two dudes are in the same hole? Like, we're in the same hole. Like, yeah, I've seen ones where they're both in different holes that are very close. Yeah. just like, how are you even nah, that's, making that's this too happen? Close. That's too close. That's too close. But I remember I, I went, at one point, I was like, well, I'm going to get a glass of wine, because it's kind of been going on for a while, and I seem to kind of not really be... You couldn't like. You I could, feel like I couldn't find the hole or something. That's, I feel like I was not really supposed to be there. I feel like these two girls were into this guy, my buddy, and you know, then I feel like my buddy was like, "Well, he, you know, Nick should be in it on this." Did you, did you at least masturbate? It's up to the women got, to include. Like, you know what I mean? No, like, the guy's I'm not gonna, gonna include do that. you. That's even sadder. Jerking, my, I'm just jerking yeah, off in the corner no, no, no. while uh, watching I a threesome. I fault these women because it's no like shame. if you the people you go, you're like war buddies. You all go in together. You involve everybody. You know what I mean? You're not supposed to. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, respect everyone should get a. Everyone is should, Everyone should get a ribbon. Yeah. I, I would have fucked her in her ear. I would have. I would have found her the ear. hole. Yeah. Like he said, he couldn't find the spot. You make a. Spot. Well, I start to be like, you know, I would try to be like, I'll get in there. Like, well, no, I gotta go do her now. Like, oh, I gotta go do her. And then That's I, 
shitty. That's and I went shitty. and I was like, uh, yeah. And then I just went. I went and got a glass of wine. I was like, well, I'll, I'll get some wine. And then I brought back and everybody was putting their clothes on. I was like, really? And I fucking, oh. I actually got so mad. Annoying. I got mad and I go and I swear to you because I should have been mad. I was pretty drunk. And I, the one girl, I got. See, this is where like women hate guys. Are these comedy people. No, no, okay. none of them were comedy people. And I, uh, this was back in like, this is like when I first moved to Chicago. Uh, so there's a oh, deep dish. Chicago. I'm gonna get yeah. a deep dish pizza. <laughs> yeah, and guys, I'm gonna go go down to Charlie Waiters and get a uh, no ketchup on that one. Hey, <laughs> I, uh, put put some ketchup on this one right here. I couldn't. They just. I think I was not. I don't think they were into me. I think the girls were not into me. And then I think that's what it was. And then I like started kind of. I kind of like. So like. The classic thing is, is if a guy is like, well, fucking everybody got off but me. And then the girls, the classic girls, like, oh, a guy thinks that they, we owe them him getting oh. off, you know? And it turned into like one that. of those weird things. And I'm like, no, I'm not saying you owe me anything. I'm just saying we were having fun and everybody got off. And I know I, that feeling. Know. I was in the middle of being with two guys and I, in the middle of it, realized I'm not really all that into either of them. Yeah. But I felt like, you know, I'm in this. Like I, Two fives you know, make I'm gonna do like I'm gonna finish what I started. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a quitter. No, no, you can't. Quit. I'm not, you know, I so you know, you just do what you gotta do. And get I out kick of there. myself for not doing the threesome with the ugly girl. I mean, you know, you just push her. You'll, yeah, you'll get another chance, I'm sure. Like this. See, I think I was the... Time's running out, though. No, are you kidding me? There's a lot Fucking of... There's 46 a lot of, years old. That's, not, that's nothing. The, like, go to one of these, like, sex clubs in the city. There's, like, so many, so much people, like, older than I you. I don't want my dick to fall, fall off, either. It won't you know fall I mean? off. Yeah. It'll be there. He, yeah, pick it up and put it in wherever. Pick it up and put it wherever. <laughs> man, the first time I went to a sex club, I thought, man, everyone's going to be, like, better looking than me. I'm going to be intimidated. And I get there, and it's like, looks like a bunch of dudes who have done work at my apartment like people like my super like everyone looks like oh these it's like you think it's gonna be eyes wide shut but it's like oh this is like a union meeting was this one of those williamsburg things no it was uh bowery well bowery bliss was one of them but the i think the grossest one was lay trapeze like that was like everyone was kind of older and you could tell they were like regulars and saggy balls i saw this one guy um do you do you go to broadway much do I go to Broadway? Broadway Comedy Club? I don't know. Oh, okay. So I saw this, like, kind of regular guy there. I do. Like, at, Maybe the, I know. at the Lay Trapeze place. I was like, oh, my God, that's, that's somebody I know. Uh, and then I was weirded out for, like, the rest of the night. I was like, I can't see this. But he was clothed. I just, like, saw his face. <sighs> Chrissy, would you do a tranny? A transgendered person or a transsexual? Uh, what the fuck is the difference? Can you explain this uh, to me? I was a women's studies minor. Okay, so, so school me. I took What's a the couple classes in this. Transgendered is um, like, uh, obviously, you know, Bruce Jenner. Okay. You switch. But transsexual, I think, is you have both. You were born that way. Yeah. Okay. Like one I've had heard, the surgery, one didn't. I've heard that in third uh, world countries, when babies are born with ambiguous, ambiguous parts, right. they say it's easier to, to make a hole than a pole. So they go ahead and make the kid like female. Right, They'll like right, get rid of right. the sort of penis, but then they grow up. So a transgender like, is surgically made into... Changed. Fully right. changed into the... And transsexual is like you're kind of dealing with both. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, it's a fuck. I um, I mean, you know, you know, I like men, I like women. If I'm really into like an individual, then I probably would, you know, I probably wouldn't, unless their parts were like weird and I was like I have a tail or something. I met I I met a girl on Tinder and she was like, uh, before we get started, I gotta be honest with you. So I'm like, all right, and she said that she was a dominatrix. So I was like, all right, that's nice. Like hello. Right. So all right, that's cool. And then she said she worked at this place in the city, and then I looked it up, and I see her on there. She had a fucking dick. (laughs) (laughs) And she started it by saying, I gotta be honest with you. (laughs) I I, I have a bit. No, did you see it? I do a bit. Yeah, I saw it on the the thing. It was was impressive. Wow. No, I do a a bit on it. Could you hook up with someone with a bigger dick than you? I don't think I could. Wait, let's do... Everybody's got a bigger dick than me. No. All right, let's do some plugs. First, I want to throw up Nick Vatterot's image. Everyone, buy his album. I'm going to wait for the image to come up. Um, when, Nick, when did this album come out? 
Oh, it came out. It's uh, recently. And, and uh, the title of it is, it's called like something. For Amusement Only. Right, right. For amusement it's on Comedy only. Central Direct. I think you can Ooh. get it on Spotify, iTunes. Um, yeah, awesome. The internet. And that's, oh, that's Nick and Amber. Um, Nick, where can people find and follow you? Um, you know what? Nick Vatterot. N-I-C-K-V-A-T-T-E-R-O-T-T. Just type that in. I'm, I'm you know, all, all of them. I'm on Thrinder now. You can find me on Thrinder. <laughs> just Amazing. made a profile. <laughs> just made a profile. Oh, yeah. Just, I just photoco- <laughs> photoshopped three of my own heads onto. <laughs> Chris Macarelli, where can people find you? Um, Friday at 10 o'clock, Broadway Comedy Club. And then Ooh. Wednesday the 30th at Levity Live, 730. Wow, very impressive. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, you can find me at Chrissy Mayer. Um, this Saturday I'll be at like some apartment show in Brooklyn, but it's got a good lineup. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, ChrissyMayerComedy.com. And that's all. Join us next week when I think we'll have Alex Engelbert, Jason so. Scoop's uh, ex-girlfriend on. Uh, so that's it. Have a good night. Thank you for having me. Bye.